Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. We're usually on from right now at 11 o'clock until uh, 2. 800-771-1025. Roger and JP time will be 11 o'clock at the tone. Bing! There you go. Have you guys get extra money for this? Is there some sort of compensation that you guys... Oh, we're putting in for it. That's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. Uh. It's like punching a clock. So uh, before I was just out to uh, go get some food, I'm coming back and we have a security gate outside our driveway, so we have to wait for it to open. Slowest security gate ever. Oh, my God. So I'm sitting there in the turn lane in the middle of the road, and there's one street down. There's this guy who might be 6'5", but he's bent at the waist holding a cane. And he's like a little older. It's hard to tell his age, but he's wearing a coat and red plaid pajama bottoms and like slippers. Nice. And he wants to cross this road, which is a turn lane in the middle and two fast lanes on each side going two different ways. Is there a how did the tall guy with a cane, why did the tall guy with a cane cross the road joke happening? No. Is there a dead guy with a cane? Oh my God, is it close? In the street now? I have never seen someone literally get hit by a car and like fly through the air. It was so close, the car... Kicked the wheel to the left and swerved around Ooh. and almost lost control. Oh, and it was it was so close from my angle. It, I thought he hit the cane at least that was in front of him. Mm. He just missed this guy. And the guy stood there bent over. And the car went by. I'm like, is he okay? He's standing there. He's fine. It's like the breeze I thought would have knocked him over, but it right. didn't. I have never been that close to seeing how someone get hit by a car. I was like, I almost watched that guy get killed. At any point, so close. did you want to get out and help him? Well, there was nothing to do. Let's not he, get crazy. He, you know what happened? The car went by. <laughs> the car went by, and I was like, oh, he didn't get hit. And then the guy starts making his way across the road. <laughs> I mean, he missed by a whisker. It was really close. I so. feel okay, but is there confirmation he made it and he's safe and he's good? Yeah, he's fine. Okay, good. He's fine. I mean, believe me, if he, if he missed that, that vehicle, missed him by a couple inches maybe, he's going to have a good day now. What would, about- you have done if, what would you have done if uh, he did hit him? I would have said, oh, my God. Eyewitness, you have to talk to And then somebody. I would have made a phone call. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would have stayed in the middle lane. I would have made a phone call right away. And then uh, depending where the body was, I don't Again, know what I would have done. He's got a show to do. I could have, no, you got to talk to the police and see and like say what happened. Also, poor the person who was driving. Can you imagine how scared they are that they almost hit someone? I, oh, that's like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. It's like they came over the hill and down the road a little bit. And maybe they weren't expecting him to be there. And he was just a little, he was in the, like, breakdown shoulder area, and maybe his cane was, like, on the line or something, and he was, this guy was just a little too close. Mm. If he opened his car door, the guy was dead. No question about that. It was, you know, definitely very close. So, haven't seen that before. But, however, <laughs> and I don't want to bring up a bad memory from a week ago, which we didn't talk about, I don't believe, but you came really close to being in an accident on your way to work in the morning. Right. You that was that was that was an accident, right? I'm talking about a human getting hit by a car. But I know, yes. but it happened. Both happened right in front of you, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. So what? What's the world trying to tell you? That's what I. That's what Oof. I look at with these Oof. kinds of things. Stay home. Oof! I better be careful. Is what it's telling me. You're right. Yeah. Last week there was a car that, for whatever reason, on the way to work, uh, slipped on some on the road. I guess it was a little cool, cold or whatever, and just spun out right in front of the nose of my uh, Tahoe as and hit the divider and didn't come and hit me. And I got I scooted to the side and got around him. And he was like right in the middle lane with his car parts just all over the road. 
So those are two things I saw pretty close in the last week. So Did you guys notice the flex, the, the flex right there, as the kids what would flex? say? Well. You, saw, you know what I'm talking about, right, Monica? <laughs> what? You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what flex means, too. I know what flex means, too, but what is, what's yeah, the flex? He yeah. said, he, well, what what he I said, said was flex. He, he shot right out in front of my Tahoe. Not in front of my car. Not uh, in front of where I was well, driving. He shot right out in front of my Tahoe. You know why Tahoe. I say that? Because is it a truck? Is it an SUV? I never know what to call it, so I just call it what it is. <laughs> just be more exact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was pretty close. So close they uh, closed the, you know, had, had to uh, pretty much close the road with the guy. Everything backed up right away. But uh, I was the first guy by. I'm like, I'm not stopping because all the other cars behind are coming to a screeching halt. And uh, they were stopped. So I kept going. But you're right, Brett. Two close calls. I will keep my eyes open. Universe is telling you to keep those defensive driving skills up. Yeah. Why, I don't know. Why you? And also, is it like other things where it's like they're coming three? So, like, I mean. Mm Uh-oh. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to jinx you or anything, and I hope no, everything's I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to counteract, good question. counteract mm-hmm. that with positive vibes, and I'm sending them your way now. Thank you. Safe I'll... vibes. Positive. Yeah. Happy. Good boy. Mm. Just saying, watch out. As careful as possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Roger JP show just getting rolling. Uh, good morning, JP. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. Did you have any close calls on the way back to work? Are you all right? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I had to get my son, my son to the doctor between shows, which is mm. always a, always a good time. Oh, we got a lot going on. Yeah, man. I don't know how He's, you. How is your head not spinning? Like how do you, and mm. of all people, you sh- I I don't know how you do it without writing everything down. Like I need to. Who me? Yeah, where you're supposed to be, when, and who. Well, with the the doctor stuff, I knew like he woke up with a fever. My wife went online and got him a nine thirty appointment. So I rushed out of I rushed out of here. Went home, grabbed him, got him to his appointment. Mm. Got him home, got him settled, came back to work. Simple, easy breezy. Mm. Mm-hmm. That actually worked out pretty good. Yeah. He had a whole like hour notice. So, you know, he was way ahead of it, Monica. Yeah, no, Don't was, you worry about it. I was on top of things. No, I, I knew. I knew uh, I knew this morning I was, she was making an appointment for 930. Yeah. So I handled it like a champ. At least the boy is good. Father rewards. Is that how, what it is? How is he doing? Uh, he's fine. You know, they do the normal thing. They give, him a st- they give him a COVID test. They give him a flu test. They said, you know, she's like, did you give him Tylenol? Yeah, because his fever was broken. She t- he took Tylenol this morning. She's like, all right, it's just a virus. It's going around. Don't worry about it. The COVID test is negative. We'll get back to you on the flu. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. How, okay. how, this is interesting to me, being kidless. How, at what <laughs> age, how do you know... Like, does he go to a pediatrician? Are you giving him kids mm. Tylenol? Like, what is the age? Where no, you, he you... takes right. He takes regular Tylenol. He took two Tylenol, and you got to take him to. I, I took him to an urgent care kind of uh, joint. You know, one of those doc in a box. Because then at some point, <laughs> at some I never point, heard it called that. Your doc, your daughter has to go to a gynecologist. Like, how do we know? How do you know when? Like, when's the shift? Oh, you know, I, what? that's <laughs> not my job. Oh, right. <laughs> no, oh. my job. Neither so, of our departments, but once things start happening, then they have to start going to a gynecologist, right? Period. Once you they... can say menstruation if you want. We don't have Oof, to. That's such an ugly word. We don't have to it say is. anything, because girls are gross. We don't have to say any of that stuff. I'm just saying, like, there's... And, and so, like, not to be whatever, but, like, I am the size of some kids where I mm. am nervous about the, if I ever do take anything, like, et cetera, whatever. I don't want to take... I almost feel like I've taken the child's version of it, because hmm. my body is only so big. So, right. like, but if your kids are, you know, adult size, you know, when do you make the shift? I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, you just figure it out. How? What if you're wrong? Oh, it's Because so you look at the box. It says for ages X to Y, just to you know, take 12. this. If it's ages this to. Yeah, yeah. but what if your 12-year-old oh. is four feet tall? Like, you know what? I just... Oh, Jesus Christ. You figure it out. <laughs> well, they, they, they do give you. weight, you know, yeah. that kind of they stuff. Can do that. Some of them do, though. 
Mm. Some of it do, as far as... If you're between this age and this age and this weight. And if it's doctor stuff, usually there's a prescription telling you exactly what to exactly. do. Exactly. If if your mom, Kathy, could can raise uh, multiple kids... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't you worry How about you? that. Don't worry about yeah, it. Okay. We got this. Okay. <laughs> it just stresses me out. Like, I would be so afraid to screw it up. And now, now the kid is... Something's wrong with the kid because I... Did something like that wrong? It's too much stress. Like no, I, you, only, you only feel that for like the first few weeks after they're home. Yeah, after that, you mm-hmm. re- after right. you drop them a few times, you no. realize how, <laughs> how resilient they right. really are. No, it's no. easy by that point, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like instinct kicks in or something. I don't know what it is when it's like a little baby. What if you something don't have kicks that? in where you? Uh, I think most people do. Okay. I mean, you just do. You I, you know, cave people took care of cave babies, or we wouldn't be here. You know, no, that's true. Uh, people in. You know, uh, the old West, when they were settling it, died like crazy by the time they were 40. But somehow, the kids who made it, they, they got them through, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So, and we have, we have way better conditions, so. Oh, we should be okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. And <laughs> then, oh, it's just a lot. And then, when they start driving, and then they're just out on the road. and That's just, the one that gets me. You're going to have to. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the driving. I remember when Raj was going through the driving thing with his daughters. Like, mm. he was really tense about it. Yeah. He was like, he's like, man, he's like, I, you, you can't relax. Right, you, you have no control over the, the thing you're saying. Right, right, right. Nope. I, remember, I remember that vividly. Yeah. You know, as I go through the stuff with my kids that I remember Roger going through with his kids years before, the driving thing stands out at me because I'm, I'm looking at, and it's different here. Like here, they can get their permit at 16 mm. and their driver's uh, license at 17 if they take driver's ed. Mm. They can get their driver's, and, and I want to say if it's a junior, I don't know if it's a junior, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. And that is a blessing and a curse because I can finally stop having to shuffle them around as much. What? But at the same time, I'm going to sit there like, you, you know. You kind of hold your breath when they leave the house the first time. Right. At first 10 times. Is it, you know? is it you don't trust your kid to know what they're doing or you don't trust the other drivers on the road? Uh, both. Both. <laughs> uh, I probably trust my kid both. more than other drivers, but they are, they're rookies, right? So even if they're good at driving, they have to be good at reacting and knowing what to do. And At any point, do you think There's only so yourself- much you can teach them. Do you ever think, or did you think, Roger, um, because you were obviously there, and and when you got your license and you drove out on the Mm -hmm. road first time, I don't know what your parents were thinking or if they were nervous or whatever, but you knew what you were doing. You felt comfortable. So do you remember that and say, oh, they know what they're doing. I I did it, and that was fine. Yeah, I remember feeling like when I went out to drive myself to work the first time, and I was going down our little country road that's barely wide enough for two cars, and maybe I was going a little too fast when this car came over the hill over here, and... Uh, it was tight, and I'm next to a ravine that goes over the side of the road. <laughs> like, I felt like, wow, I really, uh, I got to drive slower, and I really don't know what I'm doing. I remember. You the f- realize it when you're in live live action, you know what I mean? I remember the first time I went through a drive through by myself. Hmm? I felt like I should have won some sort of award. <laughs> Why? You didn't hit the curb? Because it, I drove a really, like a boat. I drove yeah. like a 1976 Bonneville. Yeah. This thing was every bit of 30 feet long, at least that's what it felt <laughs> like at the time. Right, right. And just to be able to maneuver that through the confinements of a drive-thru, mm. I felt like this shit. I remember coming home and said, Dad, I did my first drive-thru today. He's like, yeah, and? Oh, <laughs> what do you want? For you. <laughs> what do you want me to do here? I'm yeah. like, just a little, uh, how about a high five? Maybe a good job. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my dad taught me how to drive in a parking lot, so I followed that, and I taught the girls how to drive in this bank parking lot down the road from the house, and we were going over speed bumps and around the building and through little, like, uh, poles, posts through what used to be a drive through and only, parking spaces. It was good. The only time I remember anybody besides driver's ed teaching me how to drive was the one time with my father 
where the guy was running for the cops and he wanted me to hit him. <laughs> That's the only time I remember. What? <laughs> I told you the story. Yeah. It was like, um, it was either Easter or Mother's Day or something. <laughs> and we were driving. My father had a big blazer. What Rogers Tahoe would be now, back in the day, that was the blazer. And we were driving to go get flowers for my mother and my grandmother. And as I'm driving back, there's a kid that I know from high school, bad man, right? He was, the, he was a badass, like <laughs> fights, had no problem fighting teachers. Like he was a <laughs> lunatic. Mm. And he just happened to be running from the cops. And my father goes, hit him. No, oh, that's right. And, and oh, I'm yeah. like, Dad, I'm not going to hit him. My father grabs the wheel, <laughs> grabs the wheel out of my hand, no. and clips him. No. What the hell? So, you know how when you're running and <sighs> you trip and you just can't get your legs back onto you? You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay? So, he, my father clipped him, and then he starts, like, stumbling. Like, he, like he's just... Yeah. And the cops, the cops just... Jumped on top of him on the front lawn and beat the piss out of him, and the whole time I'm like, I am a dead man. I mean, if that if that guy knows that it was me, to this day I won't say his name on the air because I don't know if he's <laughs> just in, in Florida because uh, I don't know if he's alive or dead, and he's got to still be a lunatic. Got relatives. I know he was know. in jail for a while. <laughs> I know he ended up going to jail for a while. Oh, that kind of bad man. Yeah, uh. yeah. I, no, I'm good. I thought I tell you, the, it was the worst. Jesus. It was the worst. And I remember telling that story on the other show and my phone blowing up with the exact name who, of who it was. I never said his name, nothing. All of a sudden, everybody's like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everybody knew. Uh, Dave's on line one. Hi, Dave. Roger, JP, what's going on? Oh, he just hung up. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. All right. You know what that's... I, I guess that's the only, re the only reason that that's the one driving instruction for my parent that I remember is because mm -hmm. it was fairly traumatic. Oh, cry me a river. I didn't get anything. I got nothing. I got no instruction. My mom couldn't care less. Dude, your father didn't try to tell you, talk you into vehicular homicide. Do you understand that? I my mean, father wanted me to take this yeah. multi-thousand piece of steel and run somebody over because he was running from the cops. It's traumatizing. But at least your parent was in the car trying to trying to be a part of your life in regards to driving. My mother mm. couldn't care less. I'm taking city buses as a you know teenage girl, like and zero concern. Meanwhile, she buys buys my older brother three different cars because he trashes them all. Like, oh it's, man, it's just it's yeah. It, I mean, it sucks, and you're right. It's extremely traumatic. But at least you, I didn't. I don't know. I, the whole driving thing rubs me the wrong way because I didn't get that. Yeah, and dun, 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 Did you? Neither of your brothers taught you. No, you just they, had to go to driver's ed, and that well, was I didn't it. Care less, and I didn't take driver's ed because I couldn't. Oh my god! It, the whole thing, all of it, was very uh, not traditional, and and I always, I feel like if there's any resentment of all the crap that's happened to me as a kid, it was always that. Like, why didn't you? I turned 16. Isn't it supposed to be like sweet 16? And now you get right. your license. Get your license. It's a great yeah, time. Zero. Start zero looking at colleges. My daughter's got a countdown clock to 16. <laughs> And now, will you teach her? Will you this year? Fourteen? Oh, she's fifteen already. Yeah, she'll be sixteen. Oh, sixteen in, in April. April. Oh will you God. teach her? To, will you be? Will you tell her to clip people? No, will you? <laughs> will you? <laughs> my, my daughters are my my wife has already taught her a couple of times. The, the, oh, that's the, cool. The, the thing is, is she's not comfortable. We both drive big trucks. Yeah, you know, it's a lot to learn with. Like my daughter, oh, I, I, said to, I said to I said to my daughter, <laughs> flex. I'm like, I'll teach her. <laughs> flex. <laughs> Why? 
I didn't give a brand big name trucks. or anything like that. We both drive big trucks. Well, we drive bigger cars. It's not I'm just that's not a flex. That's just being what it is. They're mm. not small little comp. They're not a Yaris. Right. Or whatever and the shoebox the you drive. That's what I'm <laughs> so you're well, you goaded me into it. We don't have small cars and she's you're not a, comfortable. You're a goader. Mm. <laughs> you would flex, son. Whatever. I don't necessarily disagree. If I threw brand names in there, it would be a different ball game, but right. I didn't. I was trying to be as vague as possible. Sure did right. throw Yaris in there right quick. <laughs> well, it's a very small car. That's an anti-flex, isn't it? Right. That's an insult is what it is, Roger. <laughs> That's a penis amputation is what it is. <laughs> Yaris. My heart, my hope. Every time I see a Yaris, I think of Monica. No question. Dude, Besides I yours, I don't know anybody. I don't think I've ever seen five of them. <laughs> That's probably about right. Channel. They're all over the Bay Area. Are they? I see different, and I'm, I see different color ones, and I'm like, oh, look, <laughs> oh, sister, cousin, brother. <laughs> it's the official vehicle of Tampa, correct? Me. Right. Well, I think that's the um. Uh, I think the rental car in general is the official car. Oh really? Um, but JP, let me ask you this. Look, I'll tell you this: if we got to the airport and my only option was a Yaris, I'd Uber. We'd have to get one for each of us. Right. <laughs> I mean, how do we do that? Do you have three Yari? You got Yari? Yeah. We need three Yari for us. Of the three of you, Brett has been, actually yes. been in Little Hopesters. And I have. listen, I understand oh. she's not a big old gigantic car, rich people car like JP has, but. Mm-hmm. It was I love how a Dodge Ram is some sort of rich person car. <laughs> Name dropped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Brett, um, you were in yes. it. It was, a, it was, I'm not saying it's the most luxurious, but it's also not completely mm. awful. Monica, you have rolled, hand rolled down windows. Love my hand down roll windows. <laughs> you psychopath. It was great. It was like a throwback. And, right. a, and a stick shift. Are you going to teach your daughter mm. how to drive stick shift? Because she needs to know how to drive stick shift. Uh, if it was still a thing, you have to try to find a stick shift now. Yeah, it's difficult. I you don't have know. to try to find one. Sports car or something. It, I don't know. Mm. I just think it's important to know how to drive a stick. I think a Jeep should only be stick shift. I think. Yeah, good well, luck, good, Monica. Good luck. The majority finding of them it. aren't. I mean, good, by a large margin. Good luck finding yeah. it. What's the harm in learning how to like in an emergency? There is no situation. harm. There is no harm. I don't. Just I know how to drive like a stick. I told my <laughs> wife how to drive a stick. It was a uh, not the best. Experience. Not the best experience <laughs> for either of yeah. e- either of us. I wouldn't but want to I teach my wife either. And I, you know, and I would, you know, I would teach my daughter. But it's just unnecessary. I feel like it's in an emergency. Like it's like, and it's not the equivalent of. So don't freak out, people. It's not the equivalent of learning CPR. But wouldn't mm-hmm. it be good to know it? And then if you're in just a situation, in you can drive a stick shift and you can save yourself from I don't know a mass Listen, murder. I'd rather my <laughs> I, at this point they don't even teach my kids how to write in script. Cursive, yeah. whatever you want to call well, it. You got to teach them because that's weird. Let a, I, it's a, it's my, me and my buddy Court were just talking about it the other day because yeah. his son had a, his son bought a couple of uh, FedEx routes or one FedEx or whatever it was, and they had to go sign the papers. And the kid didn't know how to write, write a signature. Oh my, god. oh my god! Or a check. But he's never had to do it before. I guess how old not. Is this kid? He's twenty. Good God! He's twenty something. What years about old? checking out the grocery store when you got to sign the little pad once in a while? What does he do? You know, <laughs> he, probably just, he probably just does. He go. I don't know what to do. He probably just writes his like writes his name. Yeah. Merks, <laughs> print. Yeah. There needs to I mean, be. There needs to be in schools, and it shouldn't be an elective, an actual class. And I don't, which, I don't, I don't care what you name it, but that's where you learn to write a check, to we sign your name in cursive, to drive yeah. a stick shift for stuff that you Funny. don't need every day, but you will at some point mm. need in your life. Funny you just said that. I 
learn I could I could tell you exactly it's another one of those school moments where I learned I know exactly whose classroom I was in when I learned how to write a check. I was in my sixth grade math class. Sixth grade? What, what are you I was in my sixth grade math math class, yeah. Mr. Trowgott's class. And I don't have a bank account, but I learned how to write a check. Like that's weird. <laughs> right, but it doesn't matter. At least that's I learned right. it. Yeah. At least they learned it. Now, kids probably aren't going to have to do checks all that often, but I still think they should learn it. And in, in New York, there's finally a pitch to get them to teach financial wellness in schools. Mm-hmm. Where is it? That'd I be said, helpful. What does that mean? It's, like, oh, yeah. how, you know, how to maintain a check and a, like, you know, bank accounts and, and all that kind of, all that jazz. Introduce them to like the word budget it. and, you know, adulting, you know, stuff like that. It, it's good. I mean, it would sure help. I mean, so many adults, right, who uh, yeah. learn on, on the fly, and that is not money, the way to learn. Uh, mandatory right. money management classes is there what they're like. And I'm like, yes, mandatory Smart. money management. Like budgeting? I'm watching my kid having to deal, my son is having to deal with, like, the the, the great, the, the Greek um, mythology, uh, crab in English. All the philosophers and stuff? And- no, just the stories. Mm-hmm. I love you know, those. The Greek tragedies is Homer, what he's doing Homer, in English. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't love them. He's miserable, mm-hmm. right? He's he's got zero interest in it. I can only think of a very small percentage of kids that you're going to be able to get jazzed up about learning about the gr- the Greek tragedies, right? But throw that kid in a class in a, a classroom where he's got to learn about you know financial well being, like, pra- yeah, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Now I think you got him. Mm. Yeah, but here's and I understand you have to learn. I yeah. I get it, Just, but my God. He doesn't. They don't need to learn the Greek tragedies anymore. They'll be able to get by. Yeah, but I feel like the bigger lesson here is that sometimes you're going to sit through something you don't want to, and mm-hmm. it's about making the best of that situation and not whining and crying. And I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, like, oh, I he think is. That's the, <laughs> I feel like that's the bigger lesson here is that you have to suck some stuff up sometimes. And uh-huh. oh crap. <laughs> Edit clear <laughs> print. <laughs> yeah, these things happen. I, I mean, hopefully he doesn't it. have his Greek gods or Greek uh, authors thing for too long, right? So it's a week or two out of school that he has to deal with that. And then another time he'll have to deal with Shakespeare or whatever, which, you know, he'll probably never. But maybe he learns to appreciate it, you know? I don't know. But they should have that other stuff, too. And a lot of schools do, I think. Right? A lot of them have started to do these things, like we used to have home ec or whatever. So yeah, let's hope ec- they learn all this stuff. And, and it's it, like Greek, Greek mythology and stuff. But in home ec, we learn how to, like, make, a, you know, I don't know, a quiche or something. I've never in my life made a quiche. Like, it's it, it was bigger than that. It was like, okay, this is how you get in the kitchen and manage t- time. And I just feel like not looking at it so literally and looking at the bigger mm-hmm. picture is, is what it's all about. Well, well. All right, well, Roger and JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. In an hour, we'll get to, or a little less, a dead guy in the envelope and a lot more to talk about before then. We'll be right back. It's Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.